0: What about you beautiful Misfits and Rejects out there? Thank you for joining me for episode 128 of Misfits and Rejects. In today's episode, I sat down with Max and Jack Brewer McCabe. They're two young teenage boys living in Yao with their parents. Really switched on young men who are doing really cool things with their family, you know, traveling around the world. They are settling down now in Vietnam. They have just sold off everything that was left in Australia, they where they come from, to really just make the life for themselves in Vietnam, but continue to traveling. I know they got some cool trips on the horizon, and I thought it'd just be cool to bring them on and get their perspective as two young gentlemen being raised on the road. You know, they do homeschooling every day. They, they have jobs at a bar in Vietnam. These are kids who are experiencing something that, you know, not many kids in this world get to experience, and I thought getting their perspective might help those families out there who are interested in doing this sort of thing with their children because again these kids are just so turned on to the world they're getting a double education not just through the classical of going to school but they're also on the road and you know the type of education you get from being in different cultures learning new languages meeting and having conversations with adults when you're serving them (laughs) gin and tonics behind the bar i mean Again, I can't say enough positive things about these young men and their family, who I got to know very well in Fangyao when I was staying there. It was just, it's just such a magical alternative way to raise your children. And hats off to their parents for doing it, Shannon and Stuart, for you know, taking that risk or maybe even just following their heart and dreams and making sure that their children were enjoying the experience as much as they were. If you're a first-time listener, please pull out your phone at the subscribe button. Please rate and comment on this episode. That really helps me in the ratings on iTunes. Big news, Misfits and Rejects is on Spotify now, so you can listen to Misfits and Rejects on Spotify. Be super stoked if you shared Misfits and Rejects with a friend. Just let them know that you can find Misfits and Rejects on Spotify now which I know is the easiest place for most people to find music and now podcasts, any kind of podcast you want. And there's Misfits and Rejects right there waiting to be heard by new listeners. So please share that as well. If you haven't yet gotten a Misfits and Rejects t-shirt, I'd be super stoked if you went over to MisfitsandRejects.com backslash shop and brought one. Repping the brand would mean the world to me all over the world, wherever you are. We can ship it anywhere and it'd be awesome to see a photo of you repping it from wherever you are at. So with that said, please sit back and enjoy this episode with Max and Jack Brewer-McCabe. Welcome to Misfits and Rejects, a podcast about the lifestyle design of expatriates, travelers, entrepreneurs, and adventurers. I'm your host, Chapin Cruder. Enjoy. I didn't fit in America. With cocaine, there's just always too many guns and too many bad attitudes. And quit the limiting stories. Really try to overcome that fear
1: right there, for any of your listeners, a lot of what I was to do in the rest of my life was formulated by the fact I just went and did it.
0: Welcome to another episode of Misfits and Rejects. Today, I am joined by Max and Jack Burbacate here in Phuong Nha, Vietnam. Two young gentlemen who I've met recently who strike me as just unique in the way they live their lives and the way they're growing up here in Vietnam. I'd love to bring them on the show and just share their stories with the audience. So gentlemen, welcome to the show. Thank Thank you very very much. Pleasure to be here. Max is 15, Jack is 13, they've had a life of travel, they are born in Australia, but have been on the road for quite some time with their mother and father, and now they're setting up roots here in, in Vietnam, and like I said, I mean, it's, it's really cool to get to know you guys and, and meet you, and, and just kind of see how you're developing as young men, you know, I mean, your lifestyles are so unique, do you have any friends living like you guys do?
2: Um, not like we do very much, no, not, not here,
0: no. So on your travels, have you met similar families doing something similar to you guys, or you kind of always just kind of unique ones? I haven't really met any other families like us. Okay. Does that ever make you feel weird, (laughs) or do you feel like... Uh, Not really. No? No, Quite happy with the way things are going? Because you seem like a very tight-knit family. Yeah. You guys are always laughing and joking and going on motorcycle rides together, and and that's how it's always been? Uh, Pretty much, yeah.
2: We used to ride bikes back in Australia as well, so Definitely help with that.
0: Like long distances, or just like. Just as, uh, as dirt family? bikes. Okay. Yeah. Like
2: tracks and trails.
0: Okay. Cool. Yeah, dirt biking is a hobby of your guys, right? Yeah, definitely. The the motorbikes that you have out front, do you guys wrench on those things? Have you guys built those yourselves? No, uh, no. Uh, the one I'm having, the
1: one I have, I borrowed from Mark, and Jack bought his
2: from Tangs.
0: Let's talk about buying things, because you guys also have jobs. Yeah. I mean, you work uh, at a bar, I believe. Yeah, at the bar. There's waiters. Okay, what's that like?
2: It's, we definitely meet a lot of different people and learn to make drinks. It's interesting. It's very fun.
0: Jack, being the 13-year-old behind a bar, you know what are most people's perceptions of you?
2: Definitely surprised to begin with. I've met a lot of people that have different opinions on it some people are completely fine with it others ease into it
0: like do you have older people sometimes uh, maybe you feel like judging you like
2: yeah. judging your parents
0: maybe because they're letting you be behind the bar serving alcohol not
2: regular not regularly but definitely sometimes some people seem they don't really like it that much cool
0: and then so what? Max, what kind of drinks are you making for people? Uh, mainly just gin and tonics and hudas. What's a huda? Uh, beer. Uh, okay, yeah. just so the audience is clear on what yeah. that is. Yeah, local beer. Right on. So then, I mean, you're obviously not working eight hours a day. Mm-hmm. So you, you do have to study. What? What's your study routine like?
2: Um, Wake up around nine, eight-ish, ten-ish, depends on where. We have a daily assignment we get set every day. And it's every sub science, math, history, spelling, all the subjects, and uh, we do those roughly around three hours, sometimes a bit extra if we haven't done it yet, and um, then we go to work. We're working that day, for four hours, and play video games.
0: That's great So your your video games Max um, are in the evening Only or do you ever wake up and do a little Session of video games No it's day? always
1: school Because uh, we have like two days We don't do school work, like a weekend But normally that's in the middle of the week It's when we have two days off of work um, But normally it's, it's no school No video games have done school work So I normally
0: play it in the evening Okay, and then Max or sorry, yeah, Max, you spent some time in high school before this. Yeah, school. I did a year in. I went to arts. and what was that like? I didn't like it very much. No, no. what did you dislike about it? of everything. Can you give me like an example, like just the social, like the socialization yeah. of it, like people were were they bullying you or no? It was nothing like that, but it, the whole atmosphere, I didn't like that that much. No. Okay, um, and then Max, have you ever gone to school?
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, I did. I think I left, went home school beginning of year three.
0: Or did I say next in the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I
2: think. I don't really remember much of it. I had a few friends. I don't really, it was a long time ago. I don't remember too much about it.
0: Um, so then you've been pretty much schooled online.
2: And our mom.
0: Okay. Because yeah. your mom is a performing arts teacher. And yes. an English teacher. Yes. And an English teacher. Okay. Okay. Um, but when you do get these assignments, is that sent via some school uh, somewhere? It's uh, we use Discovery K to twelve,
1: and we get daily assignments from that, so we have to write essays, um, do reports, PowerPoints, things like that.
0: Do you know much about Discovery? Was a K through twelve? Is that like uh, a business, like a company that provides this for you that you have to pay it, for? Yeah, it? it's like um, it's online tuition, but it's the, uh, the American curriculum. I see and are there do you know if there's competing companies like did you your parents choose this for you because it's like the best oh no I think we just
1: because mum's been doing a lot of work um, like online recently well yeah. like since we've been in Vietnam can't be like there to do yes. the teaching like we used to do back at home could so we had to find the
0: teacher. we had to find a company we could do a lot of our schooling online since we've been in Vietnam so, I mean, is it something that you guys are pretty much responsible for, like your parents? Yeah. Yes. You know you have to get online around 9, then you know you're be done around 4 or 3, and then... It, it, you gets like sent, it gets sent, everything we do gets sent to mom, so she can check everything. I see. Yes. And then, say you didn't do your assignment correctly, your mom says, go redo yeah. it. Really? Mm-hmm. Anyway.
2: Yeah, if you don't get the minimum for a test, go redo that.
0: How often does that happen? No, not a lot. Not very no. often. Is it pretty easy for you? Yeah. Most of of it
2: is not very difficult. It's taking notes, stuff like that, for the history, the science. Then you go off and do extra stuff. Just sets daily. It just tells you what you need to do that day. And you go off and do it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it sounds like it's pretty easy to cheat on tests. I mean, considering you have Google right next to you, like (laughs) with your phone or something like that. Like, is that a problem? No. I think Mum trusts us enough to know
1: that if we do that, that we get caught. Who's going to catch you, though? mom. I'm a a terrible liar. (laughs) And what would the punishment for that be? Probably. We don't
2: know. know. We've never done it.
1: (laughs) Really? Maybe like a couple, maybe a month or two without video games
0: or grounded. I don't don't know. That's so interesting because, I mean, the lifestyle that you guys have leaves a lot of people thinking that because, I mean, you basically sound like you get up when you want. You do schooling. um, You go to work. Like, there's a lot of. Freedom there. Oh, yeah. You know, where you, a lot of kids, I think, would take advantage of that, you know? Oh, oh definitely. Why don't you guys take advantage of it?
1: Um, I think we respect mum enough to know that we, that the learning is for us. Yeah. No, it's not just there, so it shows that we have a good mark, it's there that we're, we're there to learn. Interesting. What's your favorite subject, Max? Um, I don't know. I like history. Definitely not math, but I think I think history.
2: I like I like science.
0: Yeah, are these like subjects things that you will consider studying and pursuing later? I mean, a lot of talk, especially for someone in high school, max like, oh, we're going to go to college. Like, I mean, you have friends back home who are talking about this. Do you have friends back home that you communicate with anymore? oh uh, yes, I do. I have some of my really old
1: friends that um, some of them actually have come to Vietnam to visit. Um, I think that we're going to come to Vietnam and visit. We don't really talk about that much stuff though, it kind of just never really comes up. How about you?
2: I have about two good friends I play with all the time that I used to know in Australia. you are playing video games. Yeah. Right. And because uh, that's the best way, the great way to connect with them, okay. keep up to date with everything.
0: I see. So then, so just going back to the question real quick like the college thing, is that something that um, you have ambitions to do or? I think eventually
1: I definitely want to. I was thinking, I mean, I still am not 100% sure what I want to really do when I grow up. Um, I was thinking maybe becoming a psychologist or something like that. Um, But I definitely do want to go to university.
2: I haven't really thought that much about it. Yeah. Honestly.
0: That's alright. Being 13, you shouldn't have to think about it. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. And especially with this life that you guys are living, I think you're getting double the education by, Yes, you go to school and you do all the classical stuff, but just like you go to work every night and you have to deal with adults, and then yeah. you're doing it in a foreign country where. Do you guys speak Vietnamese? Um, no, a little bit not, of Vietnamese. Not that much. Are you going to try to like become fluent? Um, yeah, probably. Yeah. We did do
2: a course a few months ago, which was a two week course, right? Yeah.
1: yeah, from a professional Vietnamese teacher. Okay. Um, And that was, that was definitely, it's really nice to be able to at least communicate on a sort of uh, at least, Pierre can you read a little bit to, to our co-workers at the farm stay and just people around? Do you speak any other languages? Because I know you've travelled a lot.
2: We didn't really spend
1: enough time to learn languages
0: in other places. the other countries you were in.
2: We've been here the longest we've ever been, other than Australia. we only spent a month in the other places.
0: So how long have you been here in Fongyang? About a year now.
2: Yeah. Um, just
0: Just under a year. And um, I know that you're going back to Australia just because everything's sold at this point. Yeah. Your whole life there is now being closed and like, yeah. you're moving here permanently. Is that exciting for you? Oh, definitely.
2: Yeah. I cannot wait to go back and, and sell everything and then come right back here.
0: Yeah. What's your favorite part about living here? The freedom.
1: <laughs> that, As we were saying before, that I in Australia, I can't do that. Because we we had to move back to Australia, I'd have to go back to school. Um, I don't want to do that so I think the best thing about living here is that just the freedom of it freedom mm-hmm. to ride dirt bikes don't yeah, license to ride a motorbike to to
0: adults yeah. without having someone come and like throw you in jail I, I
2: get a lot of people asking about that in the farm stay really yeah
0: what, yeah, what is the common question that people um,
2: ask isn't that illegal here
0: <laughs> and you're like have you looked around like we're in the middle of nowhere in Vietnam dude that's cool so Let's talk about some of your adventures because I know you've been on a lot. Um, Jack, what is one of the funnest countries you've ever been to? So let's not talk about Vietnam right now, but like countries that you've been to with your family, where did you have the most fun?
2: Sri Lanka or Thailand. We had a lot of fun in both of those.
0: What Tal- kind of stuff were you doing?
2: In Sri Lanka we went whitewater rafting. and That was an amazing experience. And in Thailand we... We did a lot of stuff in Thailand, but the most fun thing we did was when we were staying at a hotel, and then outside they were playing a little movie on a projector in the middle of the street, and all the kids were running around with cap guns, and there was someone selling them on the side of the street, and we got some, and started running around the streets of the alleyways of Thailand, of Bangkok, with a bunch of Thai kids shooting cap guns at each other. Yeah, that was really fun. That was really cool.
0: fun. Was that amazing. was fun. That was really fun, yeah. So Sri Lanka, you said you've also been to India. Is that
2: uh, that India was very? It
1: it was like the first, one of the first, because like well, we we went to Vietnam before that, um, but we sort of stayed with friends in Vietnam. So India was sort of a bigger, like a massive culture shock when we first got there, Um,
0: and it's very different to any other country that I've been to. Um, Yeah. Can you tell me more about that? Because I have spoken to a lot of people in past episodes. In fact, the last episode with uh, the ladies from my uh, other, another podcast, Chronicles Abroad, talked about the culture shock. And just being two young, young boys in that country, like, can you talk to the audience about that experience? Like, what's it like when you land? What does it feel like? Hot. It's
2: very hot there.
1: We landed and it was like one in the morning and it was very, extremely hot.
2: And well, we were pretty lucky because the first we didn't want to get right into the like sh- 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 cities and stuff, so we, so we went, actually went to the Andaman Islands for the first two weeks.
1: We, well, no, it was like a, like five days.
2: Yeah, but um, that so was definitely nice, but still,
1: we, we didn't go we didn't
0: go anywhere up north, so it wasn't we didn't go into any massive like anything too crazy. But I mean, just even mm-hmm. and the Andamans, I've been to the Andamans, and it's still like Port Blair. It's like oh, whoa, whoa. oh yeah, yeah. Port Blair is terrible. <laughs> I don't want to go back there.
2: I still remember. The horrible experience we had at the ferry, trying to get to the Andamans. They delayed it for nine hours on the dock. So we were sitting on the dock for nine hours, waiting for the ferry to get here because it was bad weather. That was just—it was horrible. Where'd you
0: leave from? Um,
2: We left from Port Blair.
0: Wait. But when you got, when you took, did you fly to the Andamans or did you take a boat?
2: Oh, we took a boat to the Andaman. From
0: From where? From Calcutta or from... uh, Oh, no, from um, Chennai. Chennai. We
1: flew to Port Blair from Chennai and then we took a boat to... What was it?
2: Port...
0: Havelock Island. Havelock
2: Island and then that's where we were staying.
0: I see. And then you flew back to the mainland from the Andamans? No, no, we
2: took a boat back to Port Blair.
0: And then we flew from Port Blair back to Chennai and then to Pondicherry.
2: And then on the way back, was it, where we had to stop over in Chennai for like seven hours... Was it? Or that, no, so that, was
1: that was the first flight. We had to sleep. When we first got to India, and uh, in the Chennai Airport, we had to sleep for seven hours uh, at yeah, Chennai yeah. Domestic.
2: And the airport is so bad there. It's
1: dirty.
0: Terrible.
2: And you can't go outside because the air is just... It yes, does.
0: It's, so what do you guys do to keep yourself occupied for nine sleep. hours while you, while you wait for the boat, for example? Sleep or read or listen to music.
2: Get angry at the ferry company.
1: <laughs> did you guys get sick? Um... I think there's only been a couple of times when we've been sick, when we've been traveling.
2: Pondicherry. We oh, were about to leave yeah, Pondicherry because was... we stayed there for two weeks. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that was the first time any of us got super sick.
2: And we're about to get in the taxi to go to our next place.
1: And it was like a five-hour drive and to, like... Kerala from... was it? No, you no. It, it was... The end goal was Kerala, but they were stopping in a little town. Don't remember yeah. the name of. And um, he got...
2: Very sick right before we got in the car, like vomiting everywhere.
1: And diarrhea as well. It was. I had to, we had to stop at an Indian uh, truck stop with a, a squatty potty or a hole in the ground.
0: That was not fun. <laughs> How many times did you have to stop along that five hour trip? Ah. Uh, so trip. you could still be sick. <laughs> a lot. Was that the worst experience of your life, would you say? Um. Close. Yeah, what was the first? I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure that I think there's worse. Okay. That's interesting because the worst experience of my life was being on, a, on, a, on one of the islands uh, out in the Andamans and I got Giardia. And then I had to get back to Port Blair via ferry and, and bus. And, What's Giardia? Uh, it's, a, it's a parasite in your stomach. So I was, yeah, shitting and vomiting like every oh. like 20 minutes and sitting on a bus trying to hold it for like seven hours was the worst experience of my life.
2: We had in Sri Lanka actually. We had this, a similar experience with Max nearly throwing up in a bus,
1: mm-hmm. in a public
2: bus from where was the the fortress near Hikarawan?
1: Do you remember um, the name? I'm not sure, no. But it was one of, it was like a Sri Lankan party bus, but it was just oh, a, like, a public lights. bus. Disco music and flashing lights, and it would go from zero to like 100 kilometers an hour. Very, it just went like instantly, and it was like a, a 45 minute drive. And I nearly threw up like four times. It was horrible. And
2: we were, I was sitting at the back of the bus with someone else, and they were up the front. So we didn't know until we got off.
1: Oh,
0: well, it was it's not fun. I mean, I mean at, at, the at these moments, are you cursing your parents? I'm like, no. why Are you bringing me on these trips? Like at the time, yes, but now, no, at, no. Yeah. So has there ever been a time that you guys wish you could just lead a lead a normal life, like back in Australia? No. Mm. Uh, for me, sometimes. Like, but
1: then I think about what I'd have to what. What I have to go back to in Australia And I, I prefer this Are you guys big readers? Yes
0: I am Did you ever read The Life of Pi? Uh, no I have not read The Life of Pi Did you go to that zoo in yes. Yes. yeah. Because that's the zoo where uh, the yeah. book is based from and the it's, park no, it's, not, it's not as good as the, the movie It's not the movie very good, good. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah.
1: it's not
2: Really not They must have done so much work to it in the movie To make it look good
0: because it, it was so run down.
2: down when we got there. Okay. Mm.
0: So then, yeah, from perspective of the types of things that you've seen, I mean, India is you know obviously very poor and dirty and, and dirty, and, and just a culture that you, you know we all agree is like shocking and so oh, very yeah. overwhelming to our senses. Are there other places that you've experienced similar things and seen things that maybe made you feel uncomfortable, sad, angry, or? Here in, here in Vietnam, sometimes It's just sort
1: of the, the way that In Australia, we treat pets or In, in the West, we treat pets With like
2: Love and, and care
1: And here, it's very the opposite No Yeah, that that was kind of shocking And seeing dogs that, And like dog carcasses in shops and stuff That was, when we first came to Vietnam That was kind of a shock But I've kind of gotten a bit more used to that now and we've got our two dogs out the front, you yeah. know. Well, they're our landlord's dogs, but we treat them like, we love them and we care for them. I think that was the biggest thing, what? Well, one of the biggest things.
0: How about you, Joe?
2: There was nothing as dirty, we didn't go to any country as dirty as India, like as polluted or as many homeless people. It was the most dirty country we've been to, but... Still here, like Max said, with the mistreating of animals. That was everywhere, like Sri Lanka, a lot of places.
0: Just treat animals differently than we do in Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, just so we don't make everyone think that we, we hate on India. Oh, no, I'm not really. I really I no, I know, but what are some positive things that you guys experience when you're there?
1: All the food. Yeah. All the food in India is amazing. amazing. Probably one of the best places for food I've been to. Okay. I,
2: without a doubt, the best place for food. I yeah. absolutely love it.
0: And then the places that you went, I know you did the Anamans, Chennai, Pondicherry, then you were sick. Kerala. Kerala. Oh, Kerala was lovely. Kerala was awesome. Yeah. It was Is there that for just, Christmas. That's just beach culture, right? No.
1: Oh, no, we stayed on not not a houseboat oh, for Christmas in Kerala. Um, and that was really nice. We didn't go to the beach.
2: And then, and then we went to the capital, Cochin. Is that it? I don't know. It, it's got... i trying to remember. It's the capital... Kerala. I can't remember. It was very nice. Very not very clean actually. It's kind of like a very nice city. Had lots of different food. You remember? After movie. after the houseboat. The seven hour drive? No, that was to get to Kerala. It was it was the kind of stop point before we get went to Thailand. Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka, sorry.
0: Did you fly to Sri Lanka or did you take a ferry? No, we flew, oh, we, flew. No, we we fly. You know, with these um, sites and and unfortunately, sometimes like you said, like the mistreatment of animals, the pollution. You know, as the younger generation, who a lot of people are like, oh, you can make changes. You can you can shape the world in the way you want. What do you think about that? And do you think that's possible in a place like India or a place like Vietnam? Do you think that I, you can change the way they treat animals here? Um. I guess if you if, you, if you reach
1: out to the, the younger generation, because they're going to be, the like us, they're going to be the ones that could make that change as well. But, mm. eh, maybe.
2: And in India, I don't think. There's too much. There's so much pollution there. There's such a large quantity of rubbish. I don't think it's possible to clean it up, even with an unlimited amount of resources. Or to change the,
1: the culture around that. Yeah. Right. Even
2: if you did somehow get rid of all the rubbish, you have nowhere to put it.
0: Great point. It's a very good point. I think uh, something that everyone's pondering, you know, what it I and mean, the whole world, you know, under the circumstances of global warming, you know, what what are we gonna do? And are you concerned about that? As, you know, like the future and what that holds for you guys? Um, definitely. What is your biggest concern? Um I'm not sure. Just I don't really outline. think about
2: the like that much that very much.
0: Yeah. I mean, because they're saying, you know, like, with temperatures rising, that, yeah. you know, sea levels will rise, like, certain places, like, not the animals per se, I think those are high enough up, but, like, the Maldives, mm-hmm. for example, like, those will be the first to disappear, um, you know, species are slowly dying off, like, you know, polar bears and everyone's mm-hmm. the whales, and, I mean, is that something that you think about? Not really, no. I mean, we, we'll, we, we do think about it, but...
2: We don't pollute. We, don't try, we try not to do anything that would help that happen. We try to pick up rubbish whenever we can and turn off all the light switches.
0: <laughs> no, that's good practice. I love it. Good job, dude. Um, so let's go back to some more adventures. You know, yes. like you did India, Sri Lanka, Thailand... Um and you were staying what like one place at a time for like what weeks, months on end or
2: We only went to we only spent a month in each of them and the most time we spent in a place was probably Because so we spent four weeks there.
1: Not four weeks. No, right? no. Around two weeks there.
2: No, uh, we spent two weeks there to begin with. I went to like another place a bit further down.
1: No, it was two weeks there in
0: total. Yeah,
2: but no, but we came back for another two weeks.
0: No. <laughs> no, uh, well, we can talk about it after okay. the uh, episode with your parents, see what the, the real story is and who's got it right. But, um, spend
1: that whole month in
0: it's okay. Um, so then what as like a routine with you guys being in certain places for certain amounts of time, do you have a period of time in which you like being in a place and then moving on? Because for me, like I have my routine that I like, like 10 oh, days here, two wow. weeks here and then three months wow. in the country is kind of like what I like.
1: For us it was about, it was a month in the country and maybe about like a few days, maybe it was like three days in each place, mm-hmm. except for like some places where we stayed longer, mm-hmm. but uh, for most of it was like three days to a week in most places. But as far as for you guys and your routine specifically? I like, have... doing, like staying there for a couple of days and then moving on, I see seeing a lot of stuff. Okay.
2: I prefer, I don't like staying at a place for so long that you get acquainted to it and you get a routine there that specific place and having to move. I don't really like moving places that much if you've been there for a long time. like We stayed here for a while and we had to go to Cambodia to renew our visa and go see all your stuff. And I don't necessarily like the actual traveling bit of travel, like packing up stuff, going on planes, waiting at airports. I like the end result when you get to the actual country. You get to where you're going, and uh, yeah. And
0: settling in. Did you say you do like the routine of being in one place, mm. or you don't like it? I
2: like the having the routine as long as you don't have to go
0: and anytime hungry. soon. I see.
2: Like staying there for either a short amount of time or a long amount, t- a long period of time. Not in between, like three weeks and then going. I see. So then you get used to it. You get a routine going. And then you got to go.
0: Right, that makes sense. Mm. And then maybe make some friends. Yeah. yeah. Like, do you have? Yeah. Vietnamese friends of your age, yeah. Uh, yeah? Yeah, back when we used to live at the Pepper House, um, uh, Duke,
1: one a, a, a kid, just a bit yeah. younger than Jack, lived there and we played with him a little bit. But we still see him sometimes around because it's just over there.
2: In Hikadawa, in Sri Lanka, we had, we made a friend Chatterer. And we we, s- we stayed in Hikarua for quite a while. And yeah. we stayed at his homestay. And then his homestay again. And then we got really close with him. He was really nice. We had a barbecue. He let me ride his scooter.
1: And he, invi- he invited us to his wedding um, this year. September so this year. How old is he? Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: he's around 20, 30, 20. Th- he he- 20 and 30, but he was like a close friend of was, yours? Yeah, he was. Yeah, our whole family. family. Do you keep in touch with him? Yeah, we yeah.
2: do. He even gave us his a little... Um, Wooden board has got his company on it. I think it's called Chaho Tra- Travels.
1: And he's he rather He's got several
0: homestays. Um,
2: Airbnbs. His brother does it as well.
0: Yeah. Could you see yourself living um, someplace that you've already been to? For example, it's about Thailand you. definitely. Okay, perfect. How about you? I would say Thailand as well.
1: Yeah. If, we, if we had to go and live in another country that we've already been to,
2: Thailand was my absolute favorite country out of those ones, not including Vietnam. Definitely Thailand, out of India, Sri Lanka, Cambodia.
0: Why? What do you like so much? I love the
2: food, the people. It's not polluted that much. It's very advanced. It's quite an advanced country when you look at India and Sri Lanka. It's the closest to the West
1: Mm. in terms of like how um, I don't know the right word. And
2: we spent the most amount of time there other than Vietnam. We had to go there. We've been
0: back there several times. Whereabouts were you spending most of your time in Bangkok? Around Bangkok. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But, so you like this big city?
1: Yeah, because yeah, we have I, I, I like a friend Yeah, I
0: like the city of Bangkok. It's nice. That's cool. Um, when you guys are gaming, what kind of games are you playing online?
2: Um, I mostly play uh, Forerunner. It's about like a knight-viking-samurai game. It's a fighting game. And um, there's a new one that's free, actually. It's called Apex Legends. That's fun. It's a new battle royale game.
1: About you, Max. Um, a game called Ark Survival Evolved. It's kind of like a big online survival game with dinosaurs. And what do you like about that game? Uh, I like how I can uh,
0: playing with friends. The so the social aspect of the game. Is it complex? I mean, what? Yes. You're just trying to survive. That's the point of the game. You're not killing people. Like oh, Jack I don't. over here. I don't. I, I don't. When play. you get to the later, like the sort of uh, end game and the higher tier. Gets a bit
1: complex. It's all about breeding uh, dinosaurs, getting the perfect stats, the perfect colors, um, and then raiding people with those dinosaurs.
0: That's so interesting. And then you just battle people. You just yeah, try- I, don't, I don't
2: really like those comp- Those games where you have to put in hours and hours of stuff, and then you can lose it all in a second. Yeah. I like it once I have something. I have it,
0: and I can't lose it. <laughs> Fair I man. I guess that kind of plays in what we talked about—you wanting to maybe pursue psychology or something like this.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then Jack, I mean, what what do you think? Like,
2: I don't what could really the future
0: know. hold for you? Maybe a some, bar. Yeah, somebody said that about you. You you might want to be like a, a bar owner at some yeah. point. That's well, always
2: not. That's an option. But what do you like
0: about that so much? Why do you? I think like that? making drinks. Do you? And
2: serving people.
0: Yeah. What do you like about it?
2: Meeting new people. Talking to them, making drinks is fun.
0: What are the most interesting people that you've met? I met to you personally, like some people that were just so fascinating because of why? I think Cameron.
2: Cameron definitely the the chef that came to the farm stay to help improve the menu. He's he's actually our friend in Thailand.
1: He lives. He's very similar to how we live. He went. He's been traveling a lot.
2: He lives in Hanoi, uh, Thailand. He's got. Uh, houses in both of those. he's probably one of our
1: family's closest friends that we've met when we've been traveling.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um we went through, we, stayed, we stayed at his house in Thailand um I think like a month ago. Yeah. And on our trip we, on we, we camp just camp become camp really camp. close with him and he's a really fascinating guy. What makes him so fascinating Like How nice
2: he is. And
1: and he's
0: and really nice and he has a lot of stories to tell. How
2: much he's travelled.
0: So adventure stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um just out of curiosity like someone being nice why is that fascinating? Do you encounter a lot of people who are not nice? No, it's just um, it, it's his demeanor. It's I like oh really, no, it. It's curious. Like he'll, he'll just take the shirt off his back for you if you need yeah. it. Kind of guy.
2: I've met quite a few nasty people working at the farm stay.
0: Really? Yeah. Customers. Yeah, definitely. And they're nasty to you.
2: In general.
0: Just anybody. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Why do you think people uh, are like that? They just nah, too nice. Are they alcoholics or no?
2: Just, they barely just drank.
0: Mean, mean people. Mm. What, were, what, were, what kind of stuff are they saying? Mean things to you? or
2: I don't really remember, but I remember some very nasty people. Just the general
0: way that people act. Huh. Is that like a kind of like privilege? Like they, yeah. you owe them something because yeah. you're serving them?
2: Mm. Definitely.
0: Interesting. I think you find that anywhere around the world, though. Yeah, that, that's everyone. Yeah. Every country has people like that. Absolutely. So then, how how often do you guys keep in touch with your friends back home? Are you talking to them daily? Yeah, have, pretty much. I talk to most of my friends daily. Yeah, and um like Max, since they're a the bit older, like girls are obviously something that you probably talk about. And like, do you have do they have girlfriends back home? I'm not sure. No, never really comes up. Never. Not really, no. Well, interesting. Jack, do yeah. you have conversations about no? I- it's so interesting. We
2: just talk about games. Yeah,
0: that's cool. So girls aren't on your radar yet. Like, this yeah. isn't something that you're pursuing or, I mean, we're open to anything. Boys are cool, too. Like. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's just at your age, I feel like, especially because you're 15, so that would be, like, freshman in high school or college. I think you're 9 or 10. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, like, I just remember, like, all of us talking only about girls and <laughs> surfing. But you guys, hobby-wise, are gaming and motorbikes. Yeah. Yeah. So when you guys are jamming around on your motorbikes, what kind of rides are you do? Maybe um, it's just rides around for me.
2: Back in Australia, we used to do trail rides up in, uh, we used to go for every, about three times a year, We up to a, a nice the, motorbike complex. Like
1: a, a, super, a massive motorbike complex called uh, Louis uh, we'd, we'd go up there with some friends um, and we just spend about a weekend there, all day riding. Um, they have like massive like motocross tracks and they've got massive trails all like, around in the Australian bush
2: there's one hotel up there there's Louis pub
1: and okay. we, we'd all spend the night at Louis pub and then we'd spend the next day riding and then head back it was it's like a six hour drive it was so much fun mm. It's the, one of the best things about, that I remember doing in Australia.
2: Louis pub, all the kids, cause the people there knew everyone there, because we could just come up three times every year. We've been
1: going there for a while. There's
2: one bit in the bar, the kids won't land, it was like the small section of tiles okay. where the bar was.
1: Like this much, you couldn't uh, tell if like you were a kid.
2: Backhunter, bubble gum Buck Hunter, gun machines, it was... So you
1: could play pool there. So you could only stay in this one area? No, you could only no, not go in one area. Oh,
2: I see. Every, we, it would just be... Kids right, running around the pub all night, really and fun, then all day riding motorbikes.
0: That's awesome.
2: It was really fun.
0: So with that kind of being something that you really enjoyed, is there opportunity here for you to do those kind of things? Not really,
1: no. There's not really a lot of places that we can go sort of motocrossing, but we can still go.
0: It's been really nice being able to ride on the road.
2: Mm.
0: That's um, right. Yeah, I mean, because you guys, there's, not, there's kind of dirt bikes out there. They're like half street, half dirt. Yeah, well,
2: yeah, they're really expensive here. Right, so I, I just... just
0: like to, a really nice more prepared be like, for what we get paid. It'd be, take a while for us to save mm-hmm. our Seven years. Because you have to pay for your own motorbike. Yeah. One. Mm. I see. That's rad. Very interesting. So let's talk to um, you know maybe some parents out there who are thinking about bringing their kids into a life like this, maybe moving to a new new place, but they're like not really sure if it's going to be best for their children. What would you say to it them? It is. Uh, it depends. I
1: mean, if... Like if you, I guess, if you brought your kids up and they've never really been or something like that, it could be a massive culture shock. Like it could be like it it could be really good or it could be really bad.
2: I find that if you've got good experience in places like this and you've know what to expect and you kind of know your way around other countries like this, and it should be relatively easy to get yourself settled down here.
0: What about, you know, kids your age? If their parents are like, we're going to move to Vietnam, and you're coming with us, what would you say to help them understand, like, what they're about to experience? Be uh, open to it. Accept hmm. it, it. It's happening, you can't, nothing, you can't do anything about it's, it.
2: it. It's definitely fun. It's a very fun experience here.
0: Do you... Are you guys religious? No. no. Do you have, like, do you read any, like, philosophy books? I mean, you said something, like, to be open to it. It's kind of an Eastern philosophical point of view. Like, the saying present, being open. Is that something you guys read about learn about well i just i as we've been traveling i've sort of just
1: thought that hey if it's going to happen it's going to happen that was definitely something when we i didn't want to come when we first No, decided. me neither but i've I mean, definitely we,
2: changed my mind since we've been here
1: um yeah i definitely it just traveling has definitely changed my way of thinking thinking that it, it, just be open to change be open to everything um don't let opportunities pass you why were you we apprehensive to come originally? Oh, I, I wanted
2: to stay in Australia. I
1: didn't want to. I had a lot of my friends that I didn't really want to leave. Leave? Yeah, a lot of. I I like that. I like the house. A lot of memories in that house, mm. but I've
0: definitely I prefer living here now. Now
2: we've got a lot of memories in this house.
0: That's true, and so you guys, like you said, you have the freedom now to kind of shape your life in a unique way. Yeah. You yeah. know, with different opportunities and different sort of experiences that, you know, kids back home aren't getting either. So um, thank you so much gentlemen for joining me. It's been a pleasure chatting with you both. Thank you, very much. thank you. Awesome boys. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your experience of, you know, being raised on the road, being educated on the road and how that shaped your young lives and, and how that will hopefully shape the future for not only yourselves, but for the rest of the world. Remember, if you're a first-time listener, please pull out your phone at the subscribe button. Rating and commenting on this episode really helps me. Please share this with all your friends and let them know that Misfits & Rejects is officially on Spotify. Really stoked about that. And head over to MisfitsAndRejects.com backslash shop and pick up a shirt. Be super stoked thank you again everybody for listening i think you all are so very very beautiful i appreciate you tuning in every week to misfits and rejects and just sharing the love and inspirational stories of misfits and rejects to those you think these episodes might inspire and i'll see you next week ciao thank you for listening to misfits and rejects i hope this inspire you to think about your life situation where you're at and possibly make a big decision to Choose something different for yourself if you're unhappy with where you're at in life. I hope these people that I interview inspire you to go out, spread your wings, and try something new to live a different lifestyle that maybe your whole life people were telling you was the wrong one, but when in fact it's the perfect one for you. And I'll see you next time.